Hello and welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show. We are your hosts, Chris and Philly, co-founders of a multi-award winning functional medicine practice, serving busy people with energy, mood and gut issues. While busyness, addictive doing, people pleasing and perfectionism might be the norm, it's not normal and it's a major contributor to health issues. Our goal with this show is to give you a holistic root, root cause approach to healing your body so that you don't have to continue doctor or diet hopping or popping a gazillion supplements hoping something might stick so get ready to heal your body get your spark back deeply connect with yourself and step into the life of your dreams let's Let's dive dive in. in hello beautiful people so excited for this podcast episode today. I'm talking to Joanne Ling and Tracy Fry from the Additive Free Lifestyle. I've been following these ladies, their sisters, um, for a while now on social media. And when I reached out to see if they would like to come on our potty, um, I was so excited when they said yes. I felt like a little bit of a fangirl and I'm also appearing on their podcast later this year. So look out for that. Um, so these ladies are awesome. They talk all things additive free lifestyle, including additives in food, toxins, chemicals, in skincare, cleaning products, and they are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this. And so in my book and in our ending body burnout method, we talk about environment as being a a really important part to address when it comes to healing your body. And so when it comes to the environment, that's where we start looking at toxins and chemicals. Are there things that you're putting into your body on a really regular basis that could be burning your body out? And as you will find out in this conversation, there are some really nasty additives. We didn't go too much into toxins in skin care skincare cleaning products, but they're all kind of the same. They're neuroendocrine, endocrine disruptors. They clog up your detox pathways. They get stuck in your fat tissues and um, cause a lot of health issues. So I'm really excited for you to listen in on this conversation I had with Joe and Tracy, a bit about them. So these, these ladies are two sisters on a mission. They are sisters both mothers, both wives, and both now into living the healthiest and happiest lifestyles we can. It wasn't always this way. Together they created Sister Mixon, which has now grown to become Additive Free Lifestyle. They are passionate about changing the way you look at food and toxins in and around your home and spreading the message that these can be toxic to your health. They're just two down-to-earth moms with a don't-stress-it approach that's helped hundreds of thousands of people improve their health and wellness. It's a very special job and one they never take lightly. So very excited to jump into this episode. Before I do, last chance, people, last chance to pre-order my book, Ending Body Burnout. It is coming out this week. Fingers crossed they don't get delayed in the post, but I am um, estimated delivery of the 2,000 books to my home is tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, So hopefully I'll have those so I can post out to all the wonderful people who have pre-ordered the book. I am so grateful for your support and your excitement around 
reading my book. It's really exciting. Um, And if you pre-order before it is physically released, so you've got just a couple of days, then you can access almost $300 worth of bonuses. So that's our Beating Body Burnout and Perfectionism short course. You'll also get access to my Gut Movement Masterclass. And Chris and I will be holding a live Communicating with Symptoms Masterclass for all our pre-order customers. <laughs> Alrighty, so over to today's episode. All right, welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show, everybody. I'm so excited to have Tracy and Joe here. I was talking to them earlier and I said I'm a little bit of a fangirl because <laughs> I've been following them for ages. You're going to love this conversation and everything they're going to share. So we're really going to dive into living an additive-free lifestyle because additives, chemicals, nasty toxins, most of you should know that it definitely can impact the health of our body. So Joe Tracy, what got you both interested in living an additive-free lifestyle? Maybe share some of your own personal journey into what you do now. Yeah, well, I'll start. Um, So I think we both have a few different reasons now, but back in the early days, the reason I initially started to look into additives was to help my little girl who had some pretty pretty bad behavioural issues. Yeah, it's Joe here. So that started in 2013. Um, At the time, she was only just three years old. I had a newborn baby as well, who was also pretty sick as a newborn. His body riddled with eczema and just screamed the first eight weeks of his life. And then I'm dealing with a three-year-old whose behavior was just completely out of control. Um, So life was pretty pretty messed up. I don't think I left the house. I didn't get out of my dressing gown. Like it was awful. And my husband as well was working away. So he was actually working interstate. And I remember ringing him and saying like, you've got to come home. I cannot do this. It was, it was awful. Um, I got invited to a Thermomix demo and Tracy had just bought a Thermomix and I was like, as if a machine could be worth two grand. I'm going to go along to this demo. So I got Eva babysat and um, Jacob and I, we went off and the consultant there, when she was making the custard, she just said this little one-liner of, oh, additive 102, that can be found in custard powder. And I don't really like to give that to my kids because it can be linked to behavioral issues. So I went home that night and I Googled additive 102 and I was pretty shocked at what I found. Um, Behavioural issues, aggressive behaviour, hyperactivity, asthmatic should avoid it, um, can be linked to cancer, like all these things that Eva was definitely displaying. Um, And so that led me on a path to looking into additives more and I spent my like days just Googling all of this information I also had her booked into a clinic to get her some testing for ADHD because I just thought that's what I needed to do. Um, And, yeah, by the time my husband drove back from Sydney to Brisbane, I'd, like, made this big, long list of additives that were linked to behavioural issues. And as soon as he walked in the front door, I'm like, look, I don't know if this is any of her problem, but I think we should, like, maybe remove some of these additives in food you know, I don't really know what I'm doing, but he was pretty on board with it straight away. So we did the best we could with what knowledge we had back then. And we just started to eat 
like way more whole foods. Um, we actually went a little bit cold turkey. Like we went to the fridge and pantry and we threw out anything that contained an additive of, off the list that I had made. Mm-hmm. And we just noticed an improvement straight away. Like we really got our little girl back and yeah, she calmed down. She like would obviously still have tantrums because three-year-olds have tantrums, 40 nearly three-year-olds have tantrums as well sometimes, like, you know, Mm. but I was able to talk with her and I was able to reason with her and they, before going out of free, her tantrums would go for so long that she'd result in a ball on the floor. She'd rock back and forth. She'd put her hands on her face. She'd try and scratch her face. Like I'd have to literally peel her fingers off her face and pick her up and she'd still be in this tight compressed ball and just bear hug her until she would come out of it. Um, And then generally she'd fall asleep and they completely went like, we've never had a tantrum like that again. Um, Yeah. She started sleeping better. And the other thing is she also stopped getting so sick. And this was not why we went additive free, but it's certainly one reason we're additive free now is she was always sick, chronic, repeated tonsillitis. Mm. Uh, she actually had her tonsils and annoys out. She was only 20 months old. She had um, a couple of ear infections. They probably weren't the worst. The bronchitis, um, she had pneumonia one year. That was on New Year's. We spent New Year's in hospital. Um, she was in and out of the emergency department with a wheeze that they call at that age. They don't technically call it asthma till they're about six. She um, went on to a steroid preventer morning and night for her asthma. Like she was just always sick and then she just stopped getting so sick as well. It was, yeah, it, it impacted our life so much that I opened a Facebook page and started sharing some information. Yeah. It's huge. I remember when I first started my healing journey, food was the place where I first started. Have you guys read the book Deep Nutrition? No. I talk about it all the time because it was the, I mean, there's there's lots of great books, but that was just the first book that was the light bulb moment. I'm like, holy crap, like the processed crappy food that I'm eating that I thought was healthy, healthy could actually be causing all this inflammation in my body and could lead to cancer and heart disease and what the heck it was just it was so mind-blowing and I it sounds like it was the same for you that we just didn't know and then when we did and then tested it out for ourselves or within our family it's just like oh my goodness and also Mm -hmm. kind of made me mad too that it's just like what are these people feeding us (laughs) yeah 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 the government's more than happy to allow, you know, approve all of these ingredients. Mm. And then, anyway, probably don't get me on attention. I know, you know we can go it's on It's really attention. hard to get a pure essential oil approved. Mm. Like, uh, it's crazy. So that's where we as consumers actually have to vote with our dollar and yep. we have to choose where to spend our money. And companies will change their ingredients. And we are seeing that a little bit Mm. where they are starting to add more natural food colours in. Um, You know, like we're seeing a little little bit where where companies are kind of getting on board, but then, you know, there's Mm. still a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What about you, Tracy? Was that kind of like piggybacking Joe's journey or did you have stuff happening? We've always been quite close as sisters. So my kids are 10 years older than Joe's almost like to this 
like I've got two and Joe's got two. Mm. And Joe would read me about a lot of things and as, you know, as someone as an older sister and then as someone with children, you know, older children, you know, about this or about that. And we got onto this topic, you know, a few times as Eva's journey progressed and different things and and Joe's journey progressed, I guess, as well. And then um, I remember saying like my eldest daughter was having quite a lot of headaches and she was she was in year seven and I remember thinking, you know, uh, you know, it could be hormones, it could be this, it could be that. And Joe said to me, what is she taking in a lunchbox? And I, re- I remember thinking, what are you talking about? Who cares what she takes in a lunchbox? Like what type What's of that got to do with it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I pretty much humored her and discovered mm. that she was eating quite a lot of additives each day for lunch. And a lot of them were linked back to headaches and migraines mm. and um, various things. So the moment I kind of, you know, heard that as a mother and as a parent, I was like, oh, okay, this doesn't feel right. Something's here. And yeah, and then I would start looking into it more and and I would learn more from Joe. And then we kind of just sort of dove in a little bit together and I kind of started to help out on this little Facebook page. And, mm. you know, kind of, I was very slow into the process. I was not an all in, like dive in head first type of person. And, and I didn't feel I needed that for my particular family situation anyway. Mm-hmm. And as someone with teenagers, it would have, been horrendous to just be like cold turkey so um, we went very slow into the process and you know we're not perfect either um, which I think is something really really important for your listeners to understand Mm. I I I think it's actually impossible to live a perfect additive free or perfect life of any kind Mm. Um, and anyone that kind of is making out that they are are pretty much lying like I can't help what I consume when I go out to the shops, like what, when I'm saying I can help what I can, what I eat, Mm. but I can't help what's sprayed on me. What's, what's, you know, I'm breathing in from some store that I walk into that has a fragrance smell in it or, you know, all of those things. So Mm. you can't be perfect. It's impossible, but we can control a huge chunk of what we put on or in our body. And um, that's just what we try and do as much as possible at home. Yeah. I love that too. So like a lot of people who end up in body burnout, busyness often run perfectionism patterns. In fact, it's very mm. rare that that is not part of the picture. Um, and so I know that there are a lot of people, including people who start working with us, who are trying to do everything perfectly. Yeah. Yet it often causes more issues because the stress hormones are going crazy. Adrenaline, they're always on high alert that this world is unsafe because we can't, mm. like, we can't completely get rid of all toxins in our life, whether that's food or environmental toxins. So I love it that you guys have a, your hashtag, um, what was it? Don't, don't, don't stress, stress it. it. Is that, is that what that is about? It's kind of like, let's live in a world that's not perfect. We don't have to be perfect. Can you share why you started hashtagging that? Because I think it's so important when it comes to trying to be healthy. Absolutely. It, it is, it's impossible. So a really great example is my eldest daughter's just become engaged and we're having an engagement party in a couple of weeks and I've been tasked with making a lot of food. Now, Yes, I'm trying to do it to the values and morals that I believe in, but also there's over 100 people coming. Like the reality of the situation is uh, it's it, it's actually 
overwhelming for me. If I allowed it to be, I could do it. Yes, I could go and buy really expensive ham and bacon and live, you know, and create all this beautiful, amazing additive free food. But I recognized really quickly that that was going to be extremely overwhelming. Mm. And so I did. I just bought diced bacon from the from the supermarket. And I don't care. Like, I don't even care a little bit. And anyone's like, oh, but you're meant to be the additive free lifestyle people. Yep. But in that moment, I had um, beautiful pizza bases. My daughter works, my other daughter works at a bakery and they're beautiful additive free pizza bases. And she's Mm. been bringing them home, um, any that are left over at the end of the day, at the end of her shift. Um, So I had this, you know, I had beautiful pizza bases. I've used organic tomato paste. I've bought all the fresh um, other ingredients on it, organic spinach and all the things. But the bacon, I was like, oh, it would actually cost me hundreds of dollars to start off with. I'm happy to do that for my family. But in this situation, it was don't stress it, people. I'm just using bacon and I'm not even going to feel guilty about it. Like, you know, so that's the type of what we mean. Like you do the best you can on any given day. And when the world goes upside down and you're stuck at an airport for nine hours, what are you going to do? Starve or eat whatever they're selling at the airport? Or, you know, you've got, kids um school carnivals or something coming up and you've had a really busy week and things have just gone upside down someone's been sick or you know something's happened in your life the car's broken down whatever it might be and you haven't got to the supermarket just go with whatever let Mm. them have a lunch order you know like there's those moments that we're like just just take the stress out don't stress you can't be perfect and let's just do the best we can Mm. I love that. I reflect back on my health journey and I'm thinking about people too who over time with their symptomology start developing chemical sensitivities as well. Like it wasn't the first thing, but it comes after so many times, so long. Um, And when I first discovered about food and toxins, I was perfectionist and Mm kind of like, and put a lot of pressure on myself to, to look like, I was living what I was preaching as well. And that meant all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. And then it just so happened maybe a year after doing some significant stuff to try and help my health. But I started developing chemical sensitivities where it's just like, oh, every smell of bleach, um, that perfume would then cause my heart to race and my head to develop headaches or migraines. And I think back that it was Again, I hate saying it was all in my head because my body was having a physical reaction to these things, but I think I was part of the culprit because I didn't feel safe. It's like, oh no, Mm. now these things are going to kill me and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so therefore the body just naturally will respond to that in a hypervigilant way anyway. So I love that. Yeah. So good. Did you always... Oh, sorry, go, Joe. Oh, I was just going to say, I've certainly been through that phase as well. Mm. And you can't help it. Like sometimes you have to walk through the base of Maya or DJs and that's where all the perfumes are. And, you know, you've got to get through it to get to level three. Um, And, but it is amazing how much you can actually smell, Mm. like when you're not used to it. Um, And I can't smell like at home my 
essential diffusers going. But Tracy got in my car the other week. Um, she she was here, and I could smell different essential oils on her. So it, so your body does get used to what it gets used to. Same if you are into the Jador or you know whatever perfume you have. Over time, you start putting more on because you can't smell it. Mm. But then somebody not used to it. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. Like I hate going down the cleaning aisle of the supermarket. It just smells so bad. Yeah. So, and it is, it's so toxic and I understand it gets in your head, but hashtag don't stress it. You can't help it. Don't stress it. Just this is, I'm safe. I always have this mouth. I'm safe. My body's capable. It's totally fine. It's designed (laughs) to get rid of crap. If I don't and put well, it in my body all the time. <laughs> I exactly. swim a, I swim a lot and I often think about the chlorine, but then I just have to block it out. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm moving my body. I love swimming. Like it's all good. I swallowed some water the other day. And then my coach goes, Are you right? And I'm like, Yep, just swallowed a bit of wee. <laughs> you know, so gross. Mm. Like the pool is so gross. But I'm not gonna yes. stop. Yeah. Because it has healthy benefits to it as well yeah exactly (laughs) you know and there's things we can do as well you know we've lowered our risk in so many ways Uh, you know you mentioned um our food can be toxic to so many different parts of our body and mind and you know it can and there are elements that are linked to cancer and beyond Mm -hmm. um so you know the the more we can control and lower our toxic load the less stress our body has to try and burn through these toxins that we're consuming like our liver doesn't have to work as hard our mm. kidney's not working hard adrenal's not working as hard you know etc and then when we do have like you know something that we can't control and we are swimming in chlorine or we're walking through the fragrant section of Maya or whatever it might be or we're in someone else's home and and you know we're eating something or we're going out to dinner and we're enjoying this delicious meal our body has the ability to process that because it's not overloaded like it was prior to living, you know, this lower toxic additive free lifestyle. So, and it is a lifestyle. It is something that we've chosen to do. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I've got a very underactive thyroid. It's been an issue since I was 16 years old. I've had Graves disease. I've had all sorts of things. And throughout that whole entire process until only a few years ago, when I started seeing a holistic doctor, no one had spoken to me at all about, fragrances or endocrine disrupting um, products that I was using that or anything to do with food, zero conversation around food. Actually, it was only maybe do I smoke and do I drink and those very typical GP type questions. And I've seen specialists Mm. and all sorts. So, um, and then when I went to my very first holistic GP appointment, because I just, I'd had enough, I was done. I'm like, this is not working for me. And they weren't listening to what I was saying. So by then I was living a very additive free life and Mm. I would be like, is there anything more natural? Is there anything, you know, what else can I do? Can I find any deeper causes? And I was like, looked at like I was a weirdo Mm. Um, and basically just laughed at almost in the medical system. So I got in my car and I'm like, there has to be a doctor in Hobart that will listen to what I'm saying and work with me Mm. and what I was telling him Mm -hmm. or her. And anyway, I found this great doctor. My first appointment was one hour. You know, what GP does that mm-hmm. anymore? Yeah. One hour and he wanted to know about everything I had in my home, what chemicals I used, what cleaning products I used, if I was using fragrances, et cetera, et cetera, tick, tick, tick. And I was able to be like, no, 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 no to all these things. And when he saw my blood test, he actually said to me, 
your blood test is telling me you should actually be really sick and almost bedridden. Wow. Like this is what my my thyroid levels were telling him. But here I am sitting in his office saying, I walk four or five Ks a day. I run a business. Like I get tired, you know, but I'm, I'm okay. Like mm. I feel all right. Um, and he's like, they're not matching because your lifestyle is helping you so much mm. that your blood test is telling me a different story. And if it wasn't for the lifestyle you were living, you would actually be extremely sick. Mm. And that was huge for me. And that was a few years ago. I love that too, because sometimes, um, like even in functional medicine as well, where there's different types of tests and sometimes people can get really fixated and down on that. And sometimes it doesn't actually always match the symptoms. Yeah. Um, so it's the don't stress it again as well. It's like, yes, there are things within your control that you can do to support the healing of your body. Actually, there's so much within your control from a lifestyle mm -hmm. point of view. And so, Huge. and which is wonderful. So the way that you feel is sometimes, look, I don't want to say like more important than what's happening inside your body, but it kind of is as well, just in terms of a yeah. overwhelm point of view. Yeah. And I will also say your thyroid, as you would know, you know, plays such a crucial role in, in calcium and all mm. sorts of other functions within our body. So even though my blood test, even though my version, my story and my blood test weren't matching up, I still had to go on medication, um, but I'm on a much more natural medication because like I actually had killed my thyroid over, anyway, a long story, but my thyroid doesn't work and it's never coming back. It's dead. Yeah. Um, so there's a very minor part of it functioning and it's not enough to produce the hormones and the all the other vitamins and minerals and all the things that, you have, that your thyroid's meant to help you with. So mm. I do have to take a medication because- Otherwise, I would end up really sick, mm. even though my body was functioning okay, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, yeah. so also yep. listen to your doctor. Like, don't just listen to your body. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying, to, if you know, yeah. if you've got a good doctor, listen to them also. Yeah. But it's not like a life sentence. It's a, there's yeah. so much within And we worked your together power. as yeah. well on um, what medication we started on a really low dose. And, you know, he was, you know, he's like, use these oils, here's some natural therapies, um, you know, here's all these things as well. So it wasn't just like, here's a drug, quick fix, go off, see you later. Mm, yeah. You know what I, you know what I think as well is we need to drop the shame around medication as well. Mm, yeah. I think when you get into this mindset of living this holistic lifestyle and natural lifestyle, that the minute you have to take medication, mm. There's, there becomes this shame. I've had it. And and you almost like are resisting against, no, but that's not what I'm all about. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Sometimes our body does need medication and supplements and, you know, things that we're lacking in mm. so that we do thrive. Mm. And But I think what's really the key, and Tracy, this is what you did, was your first question to this natural doctor was, what are the side effects? You know, you went on a more natural one. Um, it wasn't just the first script handed out. Like there were lots of questions around it. Mm -hmm. And like this is why it's so important to see uh, people like yourself because like you have this down pat where it's not just this like quick script, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the shame comes from when you start living this more additive-free, whatever you want to call it, lifestyle is because 
like we don't want those quick band-aid fixes anymore. We do want to get to the root cause, but sometimes in order to get to the top, you need a little help along the way. Yeah. And we we need to stop the shame around that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys have created an app, which is pretty cool. So techie. And you have short (laughs) courses, you have so many cookbooks. What are some, just in terms of common foods that people are eating that have some of the worst additives in them? Like, are there some foods that people are like, oh yeah, this is fine. This is healthy. When actually, when you look at the ingredients and you look at the research connected to those certain additives, what are your, if there were like a top five? Mm. This is so hard to answer. Like it's so almost many. like what's your favorite, you know, who's your favorite child? Um, there's so many additives that it's really hard. There's not really a top five. But if the first thing I would say is never believe the marketing on the front of a packet. Mm-hmm. So we always need to flip it over and look at the ingredients. And I think this is where people get stuck is they go, oh, but it's healthy. Like it says it's five star rating and it's um, full of whole grains and, you know, whatever the marketing says on the front, great source of fiber. And then you flip it over into the ingredients and it's full of yeast extract or flavor enhancer or Anato 160B, which is a natural food color. So I know that hasn't answered your question, but definitely never believe the marketing and always read the ingredients. That's your first point of call. And then our app, if I can plug that a little bit, Apple will actually um, scan the ingredients. So you hover it over the ingredients listing, not the barcode, the ingredients listing, and then you can scan it and it'll actually detect how many additives are in that product. And then it might say, um, oh, we scanned something the other day, it was like 34 additives, you know, but it might be three additives. And then you can then read what those three additives are and we've rated them from a green um, safe face, green smiley face, there's an uh, caution face, and then there's a red risky face. And you can open up each additive and decide whether you want to eat that product or not. Sometimes you might want to hashtag don't stress it and have it anyway. And then other times you're like, ah, oh, no, no way. So do that. Top five additives for me would be, I've, I've got still um, younger kids. So for me, it's definitely artificial food colors. Mm -hmm. They're pretty a no-go for us. Like they do cause still behavioral issues. Um, But I've kind of moved past that because I feel like they're at an age where I can kind of deal with those behavioral issues that come up. Mm. Now for me, it's about health. For me now, it's like, I actually don't want them eating something that can possibly be linked to cancer. Yeah. And I want them to be healthy. Um. The other one for me would be Anato 160B. So that one is a natural food color. It gives off a yellow or red hue, and that's heavily linked to behavioral issues, head banging, headaches, migraines. Um, I don't like sulfites. Um, they can be linked to asthma, really bad for asthmatics actually. Not they can be, they actually are. They even state it on the Food Standard Australian website that sulfites linked to asthma and asthmatics should avoid it. Yep. Uh, two more. Oh, Trace. So oh, Trace I, can jump I, in with the two. <laughs> yeah, I'll help. So I, when I heard your question, I think you said what foods or yeah, do you mean what additives? Well, well foods so, as well, like the sneaky foods right. that people yep. wouldn't think about. 
So okay. I've written down four that mm. you might already know and then some that you might not. So um, a barbecue chicken from the supermarket. Mm. Now everyone's going to be switching off their podcast right now and going, don't tell me I can't have a barbecue chook because, you know, I they're my lifeline, right? <laughs> So, um, but if you actually look at the ingredients on a barbecue mm, chicken so and uh, they're pretty horrendous, there's around six, depending on which one you buy, versions of MSG in a barbecue chicken. Wow. Um, so MSG can be linked to restlessness, irritability, sleeplessness, um, brain fog, headaches, and so on, heart, even heart, palp- heart palpitations. So mm. uh, when there's sort of this many, and then you might pour some gravy on the top, which is, this is what I would do. I would buy barbecue chicken. I would cook some veggies and then I'd mix some gravy out of a tin, which actually has more MSG in it. So Mm. no wonder I couldn't sleep that night. My legs would be really achy. My kids wouldn't sleep. Maybe there was a meltdown or a tantrum that night, et cetera. So Mm. barbecue chook, if you can swap them out, do so. My other one I've written down is super dupers. They are horrendous. Um, never buy them again. I will say that bluntly. Never. That is like a, that is not even a dose dresser. That is like adamant zero tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> same with, are same with quelches. Mm. Yep. The quelches are no better. I hate to tell anyone. They're just, they're sugar in a tube. They're a food color in a tube. Mm. And there are other choices out there for mm. your family. Uh, wraps. So spinach wraps don't have spinach in them. Um, there's one brand at the supermarket that has a very small amount of spinach, which to be fair is all I do when I put spinach in my homemade spinach wraps. Um, they're not 90% spinach, you know, yeah. there is just a handful. But the major brand at the supermarket that we all see starts with an M, mm. ends in Ishan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they don't have any spinach in them, zero. They've got a spinach seasoning. So they're coloured with food colours that are uh, two food colours and a, I think three preservatives last time I looked. Um, so I love The Walking Dead show and I actually make this joke quite a lot. But if if there is a zombie apocalypse, I will actually be not stressing it and buying every mission wrap I can find because they seriously, I kid you not, last years, we had a packet in my for office. A reason. <laughs> actually, they were under Joe's stairs for a really long time in her house for about four or five years and they still were bendy and no mold on them. Like, wow. It was actually Gross. so hilarious that we Instagrammed it quite a few times that these wraps, because we use them in demonstrations or when we had a Zoom or something. And so instead of buying new ones every time, we just kept repurposing these wraps every time. And for years we used them on like cooking shows or demonstrations <laughs> that we were doing. And they st- like, it was years. So anyway, wraps are horrendous. Two-minute noodles is number four. Mm. They gain a multitude. Now, we know they're not a health food. I get it. Most of us know they're not a health food. But they're so full of MSG that it's actually really toxic as well. And I'm not saying this to make anyone feel bad because I certainly fed them to my children before I understood. Mm. And the other one is, and everyone is going to hate me. They are they are literally not going to listen to your podcast again. <laughs> um, it's... <laughs> Is Vegemite. Oh, Vegemite. (laughs) Yeah. And do not shoot the messenger, but the first ingredient is yeast extract, which actually is, has similar um, effects that MSG has. Mm. So yeast extract is found in a lot of things, but it is high up there on the list of ingredients in, in Vegemite. So if you are having issues with your children, you know, we've got a jar in our pantry, right? And, and I think it lasts us. I don't know, maybe two years rather than two months. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, 
if you can just swap things out, we use honey and jam and different things now instead of Vegemite on everything. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're my five. Okay. Hate, I hate me or love me. I don't mind. Well, I saw. I think you did a reel on the barbecue chicken. Because uh, yes. it is really okay. This is the not being perfect. It is really just like a ah, driving home from work. Ah, there's nothing there. Yeah. Barbecue chicken. Let's do some wraps. <laughs> so then I'm yes. like, oh, thank you. Just pulling me into line again. Um, <laughs> the wrap one is funny, especially the green ones, because my youngest is like, oh yeah, let's get those ones because they've got spinach in them. Mum, they're healthy. I'm like, no, they're actually not at all. <laughs> yeah. And Vegemite, I don't like Vegemite at all. So that is actually a product I have never looked at and it is sitting in our cupboard and it's probably been there for, I don't know, five years because not many people eat it. But yeah, wow. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's going to either love me or hate me. <laughs> but they're my five. If I could tell anyone to avoid those five. Oh, look, there's millions in this. Mm. I don't want to overwhelm anyone though and freak anyone out and neither does Joe. you know, like it starts slow. You know, there's so many little changes and there's really simple swaps that we can make as well. So uh, there are other brands of Vegemite type things um, that are out there and, you know, that's what Joe's family use. And like I said, we just swap to honey or jam. Uh, and as far as a barbecue chicken, I know that there are those moments where we haven't pre-planned for, right? And I've, I'm a mum and my kids were super mental in after-school activities And so I get it. There are those days where we're like, I'm at work all day. I haven't cooked anything and the freezer's empty. Mm. But there are other choices we can make on that drive home instead of a barbecue chicken. Uh, It could be, I mean, even, uh, dare I say it, fish and chips, but they're not actually that great either. So, Mm. um, but there are other choices. I'd rather an egg on toast, Yeah. to be honest. Come home and have an egg on toast or an omelette, which is what we would do now. Uh, So... As far as Zupa Dupas, like I said, there's numerous other icy poles. You know, even a plain lemonade icy pole is possibly better. I don't, I'd need to look at all the ingredients, but possibly better. I'm sure they don't have the multitude of food colours and preservatives. And then wraps. I mean, yeah, there are other ones. It's just finding the right one in the supermarket. So mm. it is simple swaps, and that's what we advocate for at Adity Free Lifestyle is just make simple swaps. You know, things like a block of cheese, grate your cheese instead of mm. buying pre-grated cheese. You know, pre-grated cheese, if you've noticed, and you'll notice it now, has a white coating on it. And you're like, what's the white coating? And it's an anti-caking agent that's made from tree pulp. So our body's wow. not meant to eat trees. Um, so, you know, it's... Trees, it, is, at least that's natu- natural. <laughs> well, yeah, to some degree. Um, but, you know, it's an anti-caking agent. It's yep. not horrendous for our body, don't get me wrong. But it's just an additive we don't need. We can yeah. avoid it really easily by grating some cheese yeah. from a block of cheese. Tomato paste is another really simple swap. So the same brand, but if you buy it in a tube, it will have preservatives. If you buy it in a glass jar, it won't. Mm. And really simple swaps. So that's what we advocate for at Additive Free Lifestyle is just making these conscious choices and decisions. You know, where we spend our money, we work really hard for it and and things have gotten a little bit crazy in the money world at the moment mm. in, in our bank balances. But, you know, we, we can still be really conscious where we choose to spend our money and spending it wisely on the most nutritious, healthiest food for our families. Mm. I found for me, okay, I didn't do the cold turkey <laughs> like Joe did in terms of like take Too everything hard. out. <laughs> and and also back, 
Oh, I don't know. Um, you know, it was programming as a child that waste not, want not. And so yes. therefore it's like, I have to eat everything. You need. I even did it with nail polish as well. But it also made it less overwhelming. So it's like, cool, that's finished. That tomato paste or whatever it was is finished. What's the better choice now? Mm-hmm. And I love that you guys have an app because back in the day when I was doing this and I did it for skincare and everything else, I jumped onto – actually, no, I just Googled. I Googled ewg.org, which mm-hmm. – yep, um, and the ingredient. And it took so long to fine shoot, to fine comb every single ingredient. So if there's anyone listening um, and you're like, gee, I'd actually get like to be more informed. I'd like to start making these swaps or maybe you have, but things have slipped a bit. How can people get access to your app? Can you tell us a little bit more about that and also how people can find you if they haven't heard about you yet and they want to learn more about what you guys do? Yeah. So our app is just for food at the moment, but we do eventually want to get it to a point where it will have body care. So just didn't want to confuse anyone there. We would love to get all the body care into it soon. Um, So our app is available on the Apple store or Google store. It comes with a free seven day trial. So you can check it out. And if you think it's not for you, you know, just cancel in the seven days and you won't be charged a thing. Then it's as little as like $4.20 a month which is our cheapest package. Most people have chosen the $6 one a month. Um, so it's like really cheap mm. to have as a subscription as well. The time so that's that our is, app. Can I just say the time that is saved is so worth that 4 or $6 a month. <laughs> yeah. And also like just choosing products that like that benefit you, you know, you're not mm. wasting money. Like we're all so quick to, I don't know, like for me, I feel like I've wasted $4 in a vending machine for the kids where I just know they're never going to get the fluffy toy that comes out of it. And you're quick to give them $2 each to have a game, mm. but then to actually have a app that would really help, it's as little as $4 a month. Mm. And there's just some little mindset thing there for some people where they're like, oh, I don't want another subscription. But anyway, it's really cheap. Mm. The other one uh, other place you can find us is our website, additivefreelifestyle.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Additive Free Lifestyle as well. And, uh, yeah, and we're bringing back some really cool courses next year as well. So if people and do want to learn show. more. <laughs> and we have a podcast show. Yes. And we have a podcast show. Yes. <laughs> yep. and, and so many good cookbooks. Oh, yes. And we've got four cookbooks with a fifth one coming, which is a gluten-free one that's due to come out soon. That is so exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tracy and Joe, for coming on our podcast. Um, I'm sure all our listeners have got so much value about the around this topic and I don't reckon you've scared anyone off. (laughs) And if you have, then, you know, that's okay. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Have an awesome day, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate you. If you'd like to give us extra smiles, drop us a review and spread the love by sharing this episode. You can also rate your own state of burnout and the root cause contributors by taking our Ending Body Burnout Assessment on our website. 
And if you're interested in learning about our group or one-on-one ending body burnout programs, shoot us a DM via Instagram or Facebook. Have Have the the best best day day ever. ever.